you know, um, getting kicked in the junk is just as bad as giving birth. Oh, I have seen And a woman clapped back. She's like, no way. And he's like, well, let me ask you this. Does a woman ever want to give birth again? Yes. <laughs> Does a guy ever want to get kicked in the junk again? No. no. Hard pass. Oh, that's good. That's a good test. About to make chubby fellas cool again. That ain't happened since Escobar. It's friends and family. Who the rest of y'all? My God. Miss this on the shame, man. That's the campaign. Well, hello there. And welcome back to the Hooligan Hideout. Wow. We got two of the OG Hooligans here today. One of us could not be here. Big Rip. We miss him. But it's me. Why couldn't he be here? I listen, I'm not in his business. I don't know. So I just gave away who the OG is besides me. We got me and Hunter here today. Hey. And for the first time in the Hooligan Hideout history, Triple H, oh. um, we have a special oh guest. Gosh. How excited are you about this, Hunter? Oh, dude, I don't want to scream into the mic, but I'm really excited. I also don't want to make his hearing go even worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow we're leading with that <laughs> yes without right. further ado then that's a heck of a way to bring him in our special guest today is our good friend marty hey guys this is great to be here i think christian uh he was explaining to me on discord the, the wonderful world of gta rp for yeah. someone like me is just it's it's little literally mind boggling some of the things he's <laughs> describing me. So maybe that's what he's doing right now. Oh, maybe he's playing some role play, a GTA role play. Okay. It's, yeah. it's serious. Oh, I know. He it had like serious. a whole yeah, whole yeah. shebang about it. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. I got it. Did not try it as much as I should have. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Big big sad. Big sad. Hmm. As a Dungeons and Dragons aficionado. Oh wow. Oh, Back in the day. What does that word mean? Uh, it means... Can you spell it and use it in a I, sense, I, I please? <laughs> Country of origin? Role play seems really cool, but then the whole GTA world seems very uh, sketch, as oh, they yeah. say. <laughs> Why is that? I, I don't know. I just was watching Christian's screen, and he was in a very um, interesting establishment. Ah. <laughs> okay. But there was nothing untoward. It was just... I mean, it was empty, but, you know... Yeah. Mm, it, it was interesting. Was it like a Tuesday afternoon? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, just chilling. Just chilling. It also, was ooh, what? speaking of, we have big, we have first time announcement of a guest. Ooh. Huge news, right? I love that. Yes. But I think we have something bigger that we haven't talked about yet. You're Big Papa H now, man. Yep. Yeah. Call me Big Papa H in the chat. My boy had a baby while he was going MIA there for a little bit and we took a break from recording. Yeah. How's but, it feel to be a dad? Dude, it's the greatest feeling ever. Being a dad. Uh, great, no, I'm kidding. But, uh, bro. He's not kidding. My son, my son, Cohen, man, he is awesome. He's so fun. He chewed on my nose for the first time today. <laughs> so it was cute. Uh, man, he's doing great. We're doing good. Mom's doing good. My wife. Um, he is a good looking kid. He, he is, is good looking. So except he does have your hairline. Ah. Yeah, I mean, it's no different than your hairline. Yeah. Though, <laughs> I will say, actually, my hairline is worse than yours. Probably. You think so? Yes. Yeah. We'll see. We'll have to determine this after the podcast and do some measurements. <laughs> so how was, how was the delivery? I didn't heard that. Was, was everything smooth? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, everything was great. Yeah. Smooth delivery. Um, I was only pushing for about 18 hours. Proud of you. So Proud of you. I'm glad you can handle that. <laughs> no, there's no way. Here's the thing. Guys cannot give birth. 
Let me just say it right now. There's no way a man can give birth. We wouldn't be able to handle it. Well, so I saw something on the internet, and and a guy said... So um, do you believe it? Well, (laughs) here was his point. He made this point of, you know... Um, getting kicked in the junk is just as bad as giving birth. Oh, I and a woman clapped back. She's like, "No way!" And he's like, "Well, let me ask you this: Does a woman ever want to give birth again? Yes. <laughs> Does a guy ever want to get kicked in the junk again? No. no. Hard pass. Oh, that's good. That's a good that's test. Hilarious. Yeah. Wow. I know, but no, giving birth is amazing. Yes. Well, because it's not just the giving birth; it's the whole pregnancy. Yeah, walking around with a human being literally inside of you. Mm-hmm. So the giving birth part is just a part of the process. It's a big part, but it's just part of it. Yeah. So it's awesome. Fun times. It is. Yep. So stoked for you. Yeah. Going to the yeah. next chapter. It gets bro, to be a dad. Bro, favorite moment. I'll just share real fast. Um, my wife went to like smell like his diaper. And bro, he ripped one right in her face, <laughs> nice. like, like bang. Oh yeah, like dude, and it, it that happened today. It was the funniest <laughs> thing that ever. That is a rite of passage, dude, right it, there. It was amazing. So Next your is goals, your turn. I witnessed it. I didn't. Your goal, I, it didn't happen to me. <laughs> so your goal is to have three more by the time you're thirty. Oh no, no, not to have no. two more. You can two. go for four more and just have a basketball squad. Whoa. Speaking. No, I'm just we'll talk Jeez. about this later. Jeez. But the topic we're talking about today, Brian, what are we talking about today? Honestly, today's going to be a chill day. We're going to sit back, chat about some sports. Yes. Anything and everything, whether it be baseball, football, basketball, hockey, tennis, badminton. I don't we're care not talking what you're into. Hockey. I'm all for it. I'm all ears. Let's do it. Who's got our opening question? Because we can't break the routine, even though Christian's not here. Who has a question that they just want to rip off one? And we'll I mean, it. I could rip off one right Soaking now. Soaking your son, but <laughs> hey, I have one. Oh, okay. Marty, what's okay. up, man? So um, I'm also a comic book aficionado. I have quite the extensive comic book collection. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is a superpower question. Oh. You had to choose between one of these two superpowers. Would you rather choose to be able to read minds or to know the future? Oh, so read minds or know the future. Knowing the future is like just flat out, you know what's going you know to happen it. next. You yeah. have not been there. You just know the timeline. You know the timeline. You know if there's a tragedy that's going to happen. You know if there's a good event that's going to happen. You know if you're, you know, mm. your stock is going to go up. So, like, wouldn't it be bad if we knew the future? Well, would it? Wouldn't it be bad if we could read people's minds? Would you be able to change, if you know the future and the path that it's going on, wouldn't you be able to see if you did something different, it alters the timeline? Okay, I will go with the deterministic universe. So that means... Explain. That means you, that you cannot change the future. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, okay. so what we see is laid out, yes. no change in it. Yeah. Because God already oh, knows geez. the future, if you think about truth, it. Truth, truth. I'd rather read minds. Yeah. Yeah, because I would. I think if I would just know the future and know the things that are going to go wrong, and knowing that I have, I there's nothing that I can do to change it, that yeah. would just piss me off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or I give get me that. anxiety. Like I get honestly, that. would it give you anxiety though? Maybe. I think it would. If you know something and you can't change it, no yeah. matter what, like oh, you know, geez. a nuke's going to get dropped right yeah. on Columbus, and it's like, like, well, I can't do nothing about this, yeah. but move maybe. Like if oh, you knew nine eleven was going to happen, but you couldn't do anything. To well, yeah. I mean, the government did know. It was <laughs> So, <laughs> well, if you knew, <laughs> exactly. But I think talking about something giving you anxiety, reading people's minds, 
Bro, think of the thoughts that go through your head on a daily basis, and maybe you see someone's fit, and it's like, bro, you need to change that up quick. (laughs) And you know someone's saying that about you? (laughs) Then you're going to shrink. We're going to go back into last week's episode that aired, and we'll talk about mental health, and we'll be anxious and depressed. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Although, I feel like if I knew what people were thinking, I would be able to, like, confront people more about it. I think there's also a good aspect of knowing what people are thinking. You can know if they're struggling. Oh, okay. So and you would be able to help them too. Brian's a very like deep, just oriented guy. So that's the ministry aspect. Of yeah, it. and yeah. I, and and even though I'm in ministry, I don't think that that way. I honest, I honestly think like, how can I use that against them? Like, how can I use what they're thinking? To make them feel like a douche. <laughs> I mean, or understandable. understandable. Well, like, in some ways. Like, for example, you asked me how youth ministry was going in your absence. It's going great, by the wow, way. Wow, I can't believe you wouldn't show up after you <laughs> but, had a kid. But if you read my mind, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that concern. Well, let's talk about that. And this is what I'm thinking. And mm. then, you know, I didn't have to explain things to you. So Wouldn't then would people weird? even want to approach me if I knew no. what they were already thinking? No. I wouldn't want to. If I knew, if you, I knew, you, you knew, yeah. I don't like that sentence, what I was already thinking, I yeah. wouldn't feel the need to even approach you. Mm. Because then it's even, like, I already struggle with like, this person just, just know what's wrong sometimes. Oh, yeah. I would think that so much more. If you could read my mind, I'm like, bro, he knows what I'm thinking. Let's <laughs> do something, my boy. <laughs> True. Well, it'd be worse if you knew what people were thinking and you did nothing about it. I feel like that'd be worse. Well, I'm assuming you can turn it on and shut it off like Professor X. Okay. Yeah. Am I in a wheelchair? (laughs) (laughs) Well. Can it be a jazzy? (laughs) I mean, in the comic book, he has like this levitating wheelchair. It's really sweet. That is kind of cool. Yeah. What's up with that car he had in Doctor Strange? Yeah. No, that's the one that's in the comic book. Yeah. (laughs) Way to ruin it for me. Dude, we saw it. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Professor X doesn't live in Doctor Strange. Okay, so your decision would be? I think uh, mine would probably be to know the future. I think know the future as well. Marty? If I could turn it on and off, it would be read minds. Read minds? Yeah. Mm. What if, okay, I'm going to throw out a curveball on your question. Mm -hmm. Instead of reading minds... It's purely you know someone's emotions and you feel them. Have you, either one of you ever seen oh. um oh uh, I just uh, manifest on Netflix? No. I'm not gonna ruin the whole thing, but there's a dude in it. Is it good? I love manifest. Some okay. people have hated on it, but I me and Courtney have binged I've, manifest. I've never heard of it. Okay. So one dude essentially gets a power where if he touches you, he can feel your uh, pain, your yeah. trauma, your worries, your fear, whatever it is. He can feel that. Would you either see the future or reach out and be able to feel for people? Because it essentially takes the weight off of them when he feels it. Yeah. So so Mm. in the comic book world, reading minds is being a telepath. That would be being an empath. Empath, yeah. Mm, Yeah. I don't know. I would not want to do that. I feel like I do that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel what people are feeling and then I get sad. Uh, you are in touch with your emotions on the empath laugh, yeah. the empath lane of life. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I do that enough already. I don't want to do it more. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't want to do that more. I'm just curious. Mine yeah. still stays as well. I want to know the future. Yeah, I want to know the future. And I can plan, like, because I just look at it as well. If I know when, this is stupidly sad, but if I know when a family member is going to pass away, <gasps> I can focus, like, I need to be able to spend time with them. Yeah. Because, like, I saw someone word it one time where, 
once you move out, it's not like, oh, I got 20 more years with my mom and dad. It's like, how many times are you actually visiting them while you're gone? That's how many more hours yeah. or visits that you have. Mm -hmm, for sure. And it put it really into a scope of like, yo, we are stretched into so many different directions. I want to be able to focus on people that matter. Dang. Ooh. Dude, Brian's so deep. See, I think about. I thought we're just chilling out. See, I, I start. I, Sorry. I go the I go the greedy route. I go. I start thinking about like Biff and Back to the Future, where he had the sports almanac and he knew all the scores ahead of time. Oh, and so he got super rich by sports betting. It sounds like a DraftKings person's talking over there. <laughs> I'm just well. That's that's where that's where my mind goes. It's like wow. Or then you know I'd probably get in trouble with the Securities Exchange Commission just knowing when the stock price was gonna. The SEC? Yeah. Oh, I you knew the when SEC, Target bro. was going to drop in their stocks and yes. you could get back on when they start to rise. I hate the SEC. Yeah. And I'm not the talking conference? about what you said. That's I'm talking about the Southeastern yeah, Conference. Yeah, boy. Yeah, screw them. Like them Southerners. Yeah, freaking Lamb hillbillies. But hey, um, speaking of sports and something you brought up, Marty, DraftKings. You yeah. have a uh, pretty big background when it comes to sports, actually. Well, um, it's mostly through my brother. My brother is, um, or was, an executive for DraftKings. He is now out. Um, it's funny because, like, they they just announced that they're buying up Point Bet or something for like two hundred million dollars. And my first reaction was, "Oh, I wonder what my brother thinks about this." But he's at, he's been out now for two years, three oh, years. Okay. So um, sold all of his stock and. Dang. Free and clear. So, um, smart man. Make that money. That yeah. smart. So, um, but yeah, he, I remember when he got involved in it, DraftKings was a, just a fantasy football company. And, um, you know, I remember talking to him about it. I mean, are you really going to make money in fantasy football? And, <laughs> and the whole thing was, was getting sports betting legal. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was, that was the big bet with all these, all these sports books. Because FanDuel started off was just, fantasy football yep. and so the big bet was okay can we get sports betting legalized and now it's in 22 states so almost um, half yeah almost halfway yeah yeah bet responsibly gotta give the psa <laughs> I, I love that i yeah, love 800 gambling whatever so i mean okay. it's, it's we'll, put, an, we'll put that in the, it's in the <laughs> gambling <profile>. whatever <laughs> gambling is uh it, it, it can be a it's, it's like anything it can be a vice or it can be something used for entertainment yeah you know? Very true. Speaking and of books. So, yeah. like, you know, if you're going to the game and you want to bet 20 bucks, you know, it gives you that much more, mm -hmm. you know. And that's what most people do. Most people um, use it as a form of increasing the odds of their favorite team and their stake in it. But For sure. There's other people that obviously have taken it too far. And, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it's just a, it's a definitely interesting world. I got to meet all the executives, like the CEO of DraftKings. We actually went to the All-Star game in, when it was in Cincinnati. Oh, Dang. Got a whole suite. Yeah. That was fun. Just talk, That wasn't talk. too long ago, right? No. That was, That's what, sweet. If you ever find Marty, if, if, you're, if you go to X Church and you're walking around, you find him, or if you find him on Facebook, message him. He has a picture where he's in a video call with the greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan. Yeah, that was my, yeah, from, yeah, that was very interesting. <laughs> I'm kind of sad this is my first time learning about that. Yes. I did oh, not know that. Yeah, so, um, I'll have to, I'd have to show it to you, but. That'd be sweet. Yeah, so he, you know, my brother would uh, get into meetings with, I mean, he's, 
the on the board of DraftKings, there was a well, Giselle was on there. Tom Brady's wife was on the board. Giselle. Giselle. I don't know if she's. St- I don't know what happened with that actually. I almost thought you said Gazelle. Like Gazelle. A, like a animal, yeah, like an animal. Giselle, Giselle. I was like what? <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, you brought up entertainment. Yeah. DraftKings being entertainment, leaning people in more to sports. Right. And let me just say, the reason that Christian's not here is because we're talking about sports. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, That's not the reason. <laughs> no. We're talking about sports because Christian's not here. Yes. That way, he doesn't feel left out of the conversation. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. But. Um, we love sports. Love, 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 love sports. That's a lot of love. Um, lots of love for sports. How much um, do you love Jesus then? Oh, I love, 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 love. I hope someone love, counts love. those. Love, <laughs> love, 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 Jesus. <laughs> I've actually prayerfully considered that because there's been times in my life where, and it's happened this year actually, where I would wake up, I'd realize who my favorite team is playing. And I would think about that like half the day. Like, oh, I can't wait till 7.30 for tip-off. Oh, absolutely. You know? And I start thinking, like, I start getting convicted, like, okay, you know? And so I have to sometimes rein it back in. But, yeah, sports can be uh, a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, like anything, like we were just talking with gambling, people can get way too into it. For sure. Yeah. So, but it's been a big part uh, of our lives, right? Absolutely. Some of our earliest favorite memories Absolutely. About sport. One of my very first memories was when Ohio State beat Miami to yeah. win the national championship. That was 2001? 2002, yeah. It was in the year 2002, but it was from the 2001 season. Yes. Yeah. And that I remember was the pass interference in the end zone, right? Yes, but yeah. it wasn't a pass interference, right? Yeah. Um, no, the only thing with that was, I think it was a good call. It just came so late. Yeah. Like, literally, Miami had thought they had won the game, and they were already starting to cross the field. Yeah. And then they realized, no, there's a flag down. And, was saying, but, wah, wah. and, and the thing was, it wasn't – they technically called a pass interference. It was defensive holding. The, yeah. the guy just mm. mugged him on the line, wouldn't let him off the line. Yeah. Uh, there's some Ohio State fans that will admit it was not pass interference. Oh, yeah, it was holding. I've, but. I've, see, I've seen worse calls than that. I mean, the, the thing was, it was overtime. It's the last, you know, you're yeah, deciding. I mean, I've seen Antonio Brown kick a punter in the face and nothing get called. So, <laughs> bro. That was against man, the Browns. Dr- yes, <laughs> drop kicked him in the face mask. Oh, man. So, and that was early in his career, dude, too. that was. That's, we should have known That was from his breakout them. year. We should have known from them, this man's going to be trouble. <laughs> Let's be real. No. Did you just hear that his arena football league? Yeah, he got yanked from the league because yeah. of him not paying people. Well, yeah, he oh, didn't pay what? his league dues and stuff. So he had an arena football league team. It was called the Albany Firebirds. Okay. And he, part of the, part of the stipulation is you got to pay a franchise fee or something of that nature. Anyhow, he just... Didn't pay it. And, <laughs> and the league said we've tried to contact him multiple, multiple oh, times. Oh, yeah. So then they just folded his team on him. Yep. And Dang. now I think he's playing the victim now. So yeah, oh, he, is. he does so, in this situation. So yeah. it's, it's just interesting. Very interesting person. I would love to have a conversation with him and just. <laughs> just I think talk about uh, the Lord. when I think of old memories, first memories of sports as well, Hunter. You mentioned Ohio State, Miami. Mm-hmm. That is definitely one of my core memories as a kid. I was like nine when it happened. So, you know, around the kids, like really starting to like lean in, remember stuff from sports. That, and for some reason, there's one player that always sticks in my head is Robert Ori. From like when I used to play oh, yeah. NBA games back in the day as a kid with my brother, like I mentioned on the video game one, I think that was the one me and him used to play the most, like back on Dreamcast. 
I don't know what it was about Robert Ori, bro. Who's that? Big Shot Rob? You don't you know, know who Robert Ori is? You don't know who Robert Ori is? Big Shot Rob? No. Oh, wow. He played for, what was it, Lakers, Spurs? Robert Ori has seven championships. He's looking him up right now. <laughs> How do you not know about Robert, Robert Ori? H-O-R-R-Y. In man. fact, he looked a little bit, well, back in the day, he looked a little bit like Will Smith. So, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And so, no, he played for, the, he won two with the Houston Rockets, and then he won, uh, I believe, three with the Lakers. Yep. And then he won another one, maybe two with the Spurs. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. seven-time NBA champion. Yeah, seven-time NBA champion. Wow. Yeah, two, three, two. He had two, two with the Rockets, three with the Lakers, two with the Spurs. Also, old memory of an NBA person that I cannot stand, who I think also played for San Antonio at one point, is Bruce Bowen. Oh, yeah. I always think of him kicking Wally Zerbiak in the face on the three-point line. Yeah, he was a good defender. He was a He all, was. He yeah. was solid. But yeah. I think it's just because of that core memory of kind of the same thing as Antonio Brown, dropkicking okay. someone in the middle of the I game. I know who Bruce Bowen Bruce is. Bruce Bowen dropkicking pretty much Wally Zerbiak in the middle of a game. I was like, bro, come on now. It's weird what your mind gravitates to when you oh, think yeah. about this. Like, okay, so I'm so old. I can remember when Cleveland had an NHL team, a Wait, hockey team. They had an NHL really? team? Really? Cleveland had, it was the Cleveland Barons. Huh. Yeah. They played for one year, and then they got merged or folded with the Minnesota North Stars, and then Minnesota moved to Dallas and became the Dallas Stars. So Cleveland had a hockey team. I remember the ABA, which was a competing league to the NBA. And the whole reason why I remember it, I don't remember a whole lot of details, but so my, not my DraftKings brother, my oldest brother, he was a crazy sports fan. Um, and he uh, was all excited about this basketball game, and the ABA played with a red, white, and blue ball. And so that's oh. how I know I watched it because it was a red, white, and blue ball. And it was the all-star game. And it was the only time you actually got to watch the ABA because it was really hard to see him. But, like, Dr. J was in the ABA. That was the big deal. It was Dr. Really? J was yeah. in the ABA. I, that, I remember this now. You were talking about Dr. J with it, the red, white, and blue ball. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. When I think of red, white, and blue ball, I think of Harlem Globetrotters. Right. But, uh, and they had the three-point line, too, before the NBA. I did not know that. Yeah, and they had the dunk contest before the NBA. So the NBA took the three-point line dunk contest and Dr. J from the NBA. So is that why, I know it's like not super related, but is that why the money ball in the three-point contest is red, white, and blue? Um, That's a great question. I I don't, I think the red, white, and blue ball, like with the Harlem Go-Trotters and with the ABA, I think with the ABA, they wanted it to be more easier to see on TV. You have to remember. Wait, they had color TV back then? Well, (laughs) I remember we had a color TV and then we didn't. And I remember we had a black and white TV till I was like eight or nine. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. I think we had one and then it broke and then we had a black and white. I don't know. But it was it was like looking through gauze now. I mean, I, if you ever oh, look at the, yes. it, it's, it's yeah. yeah, compared to the high def today. Especially on the black and white back in those days, it literally looked just like a bunch of fuzzies. Yeah. On the was, screen. Yeah. It was Jeez. ridiculous. But, um, Dang. yeah. But, but my... Um, one of my biggest memories was Woody Hayes. Oh, absolutely. And I remember... I never saw him. I wish yeah. I did. So, full confession, uh, my father and brother both went to the University of Michigan. Both my older brothers were born in Ann Arbor. 
Boo. I know. Okay, I know. they were born in Michigan, so they can be Michigan nope. fans. That's nope. fine. They were born nope. in Ann Arbor. That nope. is fine. Nope. Uh, it's not okay. Uh, okay. I yeah. know. See, that's the thing. God could have chosen... No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> that was so, blasphemy. So... God has picked everyone and ordained them in a specific spot for a specific purpose. Always remember yeah, that. So my oldest one. brother, Bill, was, was a crazy Michigan fan. He, would, he had this flag, this banner with the big, the blue and yellow M. Uh-huh. He would hang it in the living room for the Ohio State game. And so it was never really an option, but... For me to cheer for Ohio State, but Woody Hayes. I, so when he got fired, he um, he punched somebody. He punched yeah, an opposing player. player, right? player. Yeah, intercept. Yep. I don't know if he said something. It doesn't matter if he said something. But um, so I'm watching this show called Eight Is Enough, and then it's like we have a special news report. You know, you know, breaking in. Woody Hayes has been fired. And then everybody's like, no way. It was like huge. Yeah. News. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he was like a legend. But the thing was, I can remember back then, it felt like it was a matter of uh, when, not if, he was going to get fired because yeah. he was such a hothead. Yeah. It was like, he was like Bobby Knight. I don't know if you remember oh, yeah. Bobby oh, Knight. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He was made probably even worse than Bobby Knight. <laughs> Who I always forget, he played for Ohio State too. Yeah. I always uh-huh. think of just where he coached when I think of him. Right, right. And it was a couple of years ago, like, I don't know where they were honoring the national championship team that he was on at yep. the game. And I was just like, why do I always forget he played for Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Is that when he played f- with, uh, was it Jimmy Johnson? No, he, no, that was well no, before. he coached, uh, that was well before. he coached Mike Krzyzewski at West Point, I think. Oh, holy I believe. crap. So he was actually. Is he alive? Who? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he is. He's, he's in his mid to late 70s. Yeah, I I, I, well, I think he might even be older than that. Um, but he, he was, he's dropped out of the public. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he's suffering from some dementia and stuff. So. Dang. So anyhow, like but man, he's a Bruce he's Willis. a coaching legend, obviously. But he he was like Woody Hayes, uh, just did too many hot headed things. Yeah, and you, sometimes you just do that. And you gotta, especially when you're in a leadership position. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Knight is eighty two, so I was under dude. what he should have been. So yeah, yeah. That dude old. Yeah, so Dang. he played. I think he might have played with um, uh, John Havlicek. Like, Got you. Yeah. You even know who that is. But he was an Ohio Sounds State. Sounds familiar. So John Havlicek was a trans, uh, championship basketball player with the Boston Celtics, but he also mm-hmm. was an offensive tackle for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, no wonder I haven't heard of him. Yeah. No. Oh, come Scrubs. on. Okay, but, that's hey, another thing okay. I'm old enough to remember <laughs> oh. is when the Cleveland Browns were good. Oh, and there was eight wow. teams in the league, Holy and they crap. had Jim Brown. Yep. No, <laughs> I'm not that. Brown. <laughs> Jim Brown retired before I was born. <laughs> okay. Okay. But okay, so we have a lot of teams that are actually represented at this table right yes. now. Yeah. Okay. So, Brian, what teams do you support? All right. Um, we can I'm, break down by, by sport. We'll go, obviously, college, I'm Ohio State. Come on. Um, so, like, I mean, let's look, look at the tat here, bro. Uh, <laughs> what, what kind of, what's hat? That's that block O, bro. It's a block O, baby? Oh, yeah. Okay, come um, on. NBA, I, I, like, I like the Cavs. NFL, I love my Bengals. Uh, just side note, Hunter is an honorary Bengals fan. I have uh, proof. I am. <laughs> um, Under certain circumstances. Yeah, I get it. Um. Columbus Crew for soccer, the Blue yes. Jackets for hockey. Everything's Ohio except <laughs> my MLB team. So background, I'm from California, born out there. My brother was born, like my whole family was born out there. I'm like the first generation to really grow up outside of California. And my brother was the baseball guy. He was an Angels fan. 
I followed my brother. Yep. So I'm an Angels fan. I got the unicorn on my team right now, Shohei Otani. But that's pretty much summing up all my teams right there. It, it's amazing to me that he, like if he was around 30 years ago, people would be losing their minds. Yes. He's leading the league in Hold home on, runs. Hold on, I'm about to pull up. I, ha- I have a stat that I found today on Twitter. I mean, I will say the league is kind of losing their minds well, already. Just, with, like, it's even, not to the same extent it, it could Even be, in though. like the cultural zeitgeist. For example, like when you had the, the Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire home run oh, chase. Yeah. That was being followed every day. Cal Ripken's oh, record. Yeah. Everything just seemed more everyday attached. Pete Rose's hitting record. I remember that. Yeah. 44 straight games. That was such a big deal. Well, do you... I, I and think that might be amazing. because of baseball in general. That it's like exactly. dropping and fandom pretty well, much. Yeah. I'll be honest. I think part of it's because he's Asian. If he was a white mid-American, not that we're all racist, but he's just not, <laughs> he's not just like Mike Trout is another one. It's yeah. like, even though like, even with Mike Trout, he, I don't feel got the attention he deserved in what I will call his prime because I feel like he is on the decline from his injuries. Well, let's, let's be honest. I mean, if they... The Angels just haven't been good. We and haven't made the we haven't made the playoffs since 2012. I want to say 2011. Because you, you, build, you build your yeah. legend in the postseason, and the, those guys, two yeah. of the greatest baseball players of this generation, the pl- uh, postseason. Seen the postseason. So I, I found this stat today. Shohei Otani is leading the Angels in all of these categories: runs, hits. When it comes, the, the first part is going to be for hitting. So runs, hits. Home runs, average, OPS, RBI, stolen bases, and RC. Pitching, he's leading our team in ERA, wins, strikeouts, and batting average. <laughs> he's leading in almost every he, stat you can think of. He is your team. That is the most. But hold on. Put it into perspective, though. Mike Trout is not bad right now. Okay. And he's still being outshined that much. Yeah. You have an, all, you have an all-star hitter and pitcher in the same person. The closest that it comes to actually is Babe Ruth. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I mean, Babe Ruth was a, was a high level all-star pitcher for the Red Sox. And then, but even Babe Ruth, when they transitioned him into a hitter, he, he didn't pitch. He stopped pitching. Yeah. Yep. But this guy is he's still doing both. Mm-hmm. I mean, the days he pitches, he takes off when he comes back, he's DH. It's just a crying shame that he's not, you know, just a Cincinnati red. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. Just in the postseason. Yeah. Just part of the October, man, what are you going to do with Because let's guy? talk about the World Baseball Classic that yeah. they just had, he, where he was pitching against Trout in the oh bottom of the ninth, two gosh. outs. That for was, me as an Angels fan, was I was stoked for that moment. Sure. That Given was, I obviously wanted USA to win, but it's so cool when you think of two very good baseball players that play on the same team going against each other for the win for their country. Bro, that was legendary. Oh, it was insane. Yeah. All right, Hunter, um, your teams. What, what we got? Oh, I was actually going to throw it off to Marty. Oh, all right, Marty, your teams. What we got? Um, well, I uh, grew up in Cleveland. Well, uh, real quick, Marty, speaking yeah. to the mic, my man. Sorry. Let him hear you. Sorry. Um, I grew up in Cleveland, so I was always Indians, Cavs, Browns. Um, Indians? Yeah, who are the Indians? Cleveland Guardians, Indians. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So, wait, they were known as the Indians for got the first 51, 51 years. <laughs> I saw these two dudes <laughs> talking at Walmart. One had an Indians outfit on, and the other had a Redskins outfit on, and I wanted to take a picture of them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but um, NHL, so I lived in Colorado for 10 years, and the Colorado Avalanche had, uh, hockey team was big back then, and they had this uh, goalie, Patrick Waugh. They won two Stanley Cups. 
when I lived out there. And so I became a huge hockey fan when I was living there. But then that sort of dropped off. I just haven't been into hockey as much, even though my alma mater, UMass, University of Massachusetts, won the 2022 national championship in hockey. Really? And I watched that game, and that was fun. Um, like last year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, last year it. was 2022, Hunter. Hmm. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> So, Why'd I um, question it? <laughs> yeah, so it's weird because I was born in Massachusetts, and uh, I moved back to Ohio. If I hadn't moved back to Ohio, I would have been a Boston Celtics, Larry Bird fan. Yeah, you know? so you think Larry Bird's the GOAT? Do I think he's the GOAT? No, but, oh, I mean, that, oh, we, uh, we're we'll get there. That. We'll get there. But Larry Bird was amazing, even though I didn't like him when he played because he always, he used to beat the Cavs all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you were like you were true to Cleveland, but there are certain areas that you lived in that you would support those teams. Yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Who's your rugby team? Rugby, rugby. So I actually played for the University of Colorado. Did you know this? No, no, I didn't know that. I feel like you knew this. No, I swear. No, there was a club team. I mean, it wasn't like a scholarship team. It's a club team. They, they, all they do is play like other local schools. So we play the University of Denver. But there are other schools that have rugby, rugby. teams? Yeah. Well, they're club teams. It's almost okay. like it's a step above intramurals. Okay? Is what of it what? Is. Intramurals? What's that? Pretty much like doing it for fun. Oh, okay. You don't know what intramurals are? I've never heard that. Really? You know what intramurals are, right? I don't know like the strict definition okay, so of it. Okay, so intramurals are like, okay, our dorm is going to play against your dorm in flag football. Okay. Okay. And you form like these are like universe in the university teams, and then there's the next level is club teams where you play other um, sports that maybe aren't popular. You okay. Know, like badminton. You can oh have a yeah. Club badminton. Chess. There's no scholarships. It is affiliated with the university. Okay. But they don't pay for the coach or anything. Okay. It's just that you're affiliated with the university. Okay. That's it. And um, yeah, so I played for the club team for one year. Uh, when I went to grad school out there, I went to grad school at the University of Colorado for one year, which it was the same year as the miracle in Michigan where Cordell Stewart threw that mm-hmm. Hail Mary against Michigan. That was epic. I was on campus for that. Oh, that was pandemonium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet. I feel like Marty's got a favorite curler in the Olympics, too. Curling? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. But, okay, so the teams that I support um, – I, I am a diehard Buckeye fan, like yeah. like diehard Buckeye fan. Okay, like like when when it comes to Ohio State season, like when it comes to football season, it's Ohio State, and then nothing else matters. Facts. I plan my weekends around Ohio State yes. football. Yes, but so yeah, college college sports, uh, Ohio State, uh, NFL. Boo! I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And Ooh. I know nothing but what it means to be a champ. Okay. Since when? When was um, last? When was when? When? Uh, hey, all. When was your last I'm playoff still win? Still have six. How rings. many times have you hey. been to Pittsburgh? Uh, I've actually been to Pittsburgh six times. You know, he just sounded like a Cowboys fan. Oh, We're America's ew. team, baby, and we ain't done nothing since '93. Okay, everyone around this table can agree that Cowboys fans are the worst fan base. Right next to the Browns, Steelers. No. What the Browns are the worst fan base? No. Yes. Why no. The, the Steelers. Because they 
They continue to say every year that they're going to win it all. This is our year. This We're going to the playoffs. Okay. okay. Maybe Here we go, Brownies. I get that they have loyalty. Okay, sorry. Most so, annoying fans. Probably the most pathetic fan base. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yes. they... But you know what Steelers fans say? Let's go 9-8! and eight. That's all we want. That's all we want. We just want to go 9-8. and eight. I'm okay with mediocrity. Mediocrity? How do you say you that word? You're close to the first time. Okay. But, like... We just want to beat the the Browns at least once and the Bengals at least once. Okay, but here's the thing. You just said you know how to be a champion, but you just said you're rooting for nine and eight. Those don't line up there, partner. As long as we <laughs> still have six rings and nobody else does. What does that have to do with right now? Uh, you're not a champion right like now. So I, oh. I, I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers with every fiber of my being. <laughs> but. Why? Well. He's a Browns fan. I'm a Browns fan, and let's just. I mean, I, I don't want to go into it. Okay, because, but here's, but here, here's, here's one more my thing. point. I, one wanted, more thing. I was going to give up. I was actually about to give a compliment. Oh, okay, please Ooh, do. Gross. Okay, so the compliment is, since I have been alive, the Steelers have had three head coaches. Three head coaches. That is a fact. Owners, Chuck Noll. Big fact. Uh, Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. In my life, the Browns have had over 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's insane. How many quarterbacks, too? Like Steelers well, uh, and Browns. I, well, so many. <laughs> okay, let's put it this way. At one point, at one point, Ben Roethlisberger, okay, was the mm. winningest quarterback yep, yep. in the current Cleveland First Energy Stadium. Yep. Keep talking. It was – a Baker eventually beat him, <laughs> yeah. barely. Yeah. Barely. Because <laughs> he played there every week. Yeah. For yeah, a I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was just it, – it, it's it, – I, I, I remember when it was a rivalry – yeah. And it was an amazing rivalry, but for the last 20 years, it's been non-existent. And so it's unfortunate. Um, maybe it'll come back, but... So we have a Bengals fan, we have a Steelers fan, and we have a Browns fan. Yep. Yeah. And there's one thing that we all can agree on. Ravens oh, suck. We hate the Ravens. He hates the Ravens the most. I hate the Ravens the They most. stole his team and a championship. <laughs> That's true. Dude, the Ravens... You hate the Ravens more than the Steelers? Man, no, I hate the Steelers more just because I hate the Steelers longer. Because I okay. can remember Terry Bradshaw and the Steel Curtain. Uh-huh. Mean Joe yeah. Green. Mean Joe uh-huh. Green was a dirty player. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, he mm. was. He was a dirty player. Yep. Jack Lambert, dirty player. Yeah. That whole Steel Curtain yeah. defense was dirty. Mm, was um, it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> then you had a quarterback, Terry Bradshaw, who could not string a sentence together. <laughs> and so, yeah, I grew up hating the Steelers. So, um, but. You know, they won four Super Bowls by the time I was 10. Okay. So that was very frustrating as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah, rest of your continue. teams. Yeah. So, Buckeyes, Steelers. Steelers. It's gross, I know. Uh, baseball? Okay, so, like, here's the thing. I love the Reds. The Reds are the team that I support the hot most. Hot right now. Okay? Red Hot Reds. Hallelujah. This is the time to be a Reds fan. First time in a while. First time <laughs> in a while. But that's the thing. Yeah. I can only deal with poverty for so long. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so there's other teams that I have, like, supported and other teams that I like. I really like the Padres. I like a lot a lot of their players and what they stand for. I like their organization. Uh, I like the Phillies because of Bryce Harper. I love Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper. I've been a huge fan of him since he came into the league. Um, and so I was a huge fan when they made their run uh, last year. Um, I hate the Astros uh, with every fiber Cheers. of my being um, as well. Yeah. Um, basketball, um, kind of the same scenario. So um, I grew up watching LeBron. Um, Second best player, greatest player of all time. Oh, 
I loved watching LeBron as a kid. Uh, I remember exactly where I was when we won the, the finals. Um, I remember running down the street with my shirt off because we <laughs> won finally. We beat the Warriors. And we were. I was at summer camp, and oh, we were. I was better. watching it on my phone. And so me and all my friends, we took off our shirts. We ran all the way down the street. We went crazy, and we took our champagne, Mountain Dew, and we would <laughs> shake up all the bottles and spray it all over our dorm like we were in the locker room celebrating oh that we goodness. won the championship. That was one of the greatest childhood moments that I remember. That's but after LeBron left, uh, especially the first time, I hated LeBron James. I hated LeBron James. I hated the Miami Heat. I hate, I, and because of that move right there, LeBron is not the greatest player of all time. Because of that move right there. So after uh, LeBron left, I started to support uh, multiple other basketball teams. Um, I, I supported Kobe Bryant when he played for the Lakers. Uh, I love the Boston Celtics. Uh, Kevin Garnett I was a huge Kevin Garnett fan. Oh, no. um, dude, I oh, loved him. Dude, Kevin Garnett. Um, Dude, he, he was great. He is the ultimate fake tough guy. Yes. Well, Kevin Garnett would only pick fights with like Jose Calderon. That was like <laughs> a he would never pick a fight with anybody that was close to his size. No. He would always go after That's the true. shortest little runts and try to own them. And, and what do you call that person? A bully. Coward. A bully. Yeah. And a coward. Coward. Yeah. Okay, but like my biggest thing, listening to all that, <laughs> I think I've known it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said this before, though. I think because you said, I can only deal with poverty for so long. Yeah. When you hit that threshold, it sounds like you become a bandwagon. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll so how long until you become a bandwagon from the Steelers? Uh, that's, that's the thing. I don't think I, I, don't think I will. Because like, when I think of being a po- like okay, me and Marty can relate on the poverty I was in high school talking trash the year that the Bengals tied for our 4-11-1 season. Yeah. And proudly wore my Bengals jersey on the Monday after we tied. Like we did something miraculous. I think it's because I grew up as a Buckeye fan. Bro, the Buckeyes ruin it. Because they have been good for so long, you demand. Mm-hmm. You lose one game as a high state. And you it, are pissed. demanding Fire the for coach. Ryan Day to be fired. Yeah. I just was reading an article today, and Ryan Day, this is the quote, the headline for the article, losing to Michigan is all about damage control because it hurts your reputation oh, as yeah. a coach so bad. In That's this. the one game you don't want to lose as no. Ohio State and Michigan so, coach. Well, I mean, I remember they had a, a Coach Cooper. Yeah, you remember him? Oh, yeah. He could not beat Michigan. He, he was a good coach. You, they know who went, they call, you know what Ryan Cooper's Day's name is now? Yeah, Ryan Day Cooper. Are you serious? They're oh, already yeah. labeling oh, yeah. that? It started oh, as soon as we lost this past oh, year. Oh, that is. See, and that is one of the reasons why I don't like Ohio State fans. I just feel like uh, they're, they're we are a, arrogant. We yeah, are. I will own entitled it. and arrogant. And, yeah. it, and I just feel like Ryan, you know, I don't know. The, the way you pile on one failure just is frustrating to watch. But to be fair, when you take the job, you understand. this. Yep. You can go it's, it's winless until this game. And still keep your job. And maybe if you, you can get a raise. Michigan, that's the only game that matters to Ohio State fans. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we want playoffs. We want this or that. But, like, Michigan matters. Yeah. Would you rather beat your rival or win a national championship, though? Okay, hold on. I can speak from experience. I want to tell a story for a moment. Ooh, story time. There are some dumb Browns fans in the world, okay? Sorry, <laughs> Marty. I love I, you. No, I, I agree. I've had Browns fans at work. When we went to the Super Bowl, the Bengals, and we lost. I had Browns fans tell me 
that I was wrong for saying I'll lose to the Browns twice every year if it gets me a ticket to the Super Bowl because we lost to the Browns twice that year. Yeah. And this Browns fan said, no, I'd rather beat you guys twice. Why are you more worried about beating your rival than winning a championship? Well, not only that, but I would, as a Browns fan, um, out of the three teams. I hate teams, hearing those words. I'm sorry. <laughs> as a Browns nah, fan. Dude, 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 you're a Steelers fan, and I, and I, I took you to a Cleveland Cavaliers You game. did take me to a Cavs so game. So we have a good memory, actually. We do have a great memory. Yeah, man. Donovan Mitchell went off. He did go off. And Too bad it wasn't that 70-point night. Well, uh, well, they were going to the, the Raptors, yep. and, but uh, Fred Van Leet was not playing. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately. And so I, I like okay, that's the thing too, like with the NBA man, there's so many like you like good players. players. Yeah. Uh, there's so many good coaches that you can follow around that are easy to support and like. And so for me, like Steelers and Buckeyes, die hard. Reds, I would say, like, even though You're pretty diehard for I'm Reds. pretty diehard Reds fan, I would say. You just have some bandwagon trickling behind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I think, well, we can appreciate players like, okay, Jokic. For, oh, my for the God. He's a dog. He's amazing. I never thought he's this combination of Larry Bird, Bill Walton, just huge. Yeah. But can pass and just destroy people with his passing. And it's does amazing. it with ease, it looks like. He looks so uncoordinated yep. on that court. But he's destroying people. He's yeah. destroying people. And then all he wants to do is, after he's done playing, uh, winning a championship, horses. he wants to go race horses in Serbia. So I want to give a shout-out to, you know, I don't know if he listens to this, but I know this is Chance's favorite player. Oh, <laughs> dude, is he loves. No, no he no. can't no, stand right. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, so, but I have a lot of Denver Nuggets fans in my life. Where I was on a text chain yeah. with them. Yeah. And so it was fun to see him. I never thought the Nuggets would amount to anything. Talk about, like, wow. talk about poverty. The Nuggets had a lot yeah. of poverty. They were the longest franchise without they, going they, they, to the NBA Finals. Yeah, this was their first NBA Finals. Or, or a championship. Well, they went to the ABA Finals, they, but they lost. They've never won a championship. They were in the ABA? They were in the ABA. They were actually the Denver Rockets. And then when the ABA merged with the NBA, they had to change their name. And they changed <laughs> it to the Nuggets, which is... Gold, right? Yeah, it's gold a gold nugget. nugget. So yeah, it, it was still a stupid Give me that chicken nugget. Yeah, give yeah, me that. I know, Dip I it know. in some barbecue. But anyhow, hot sauce, um, hot sauce. So it was great to see a player like that just dominate, win. Yeah. I, I never seen... He's a unicorn. Like, you talk about unicorns. Yeah, uh-huh. He is a unicorn. So, uh, so, yeah, I do enjoy players. And that's the thing with basketball. You can enjoy players, but... I'm going to ride or die with my cat. Oh, For sure. Now. I think so. speaking of basketball, especially NBA, I know we don't usually talk about like breaking news because sometimes these come out weeks after we record them. How are we feeling? I mean, this Thursday is the draft, I think. Yes, it is. Also, we just had a trade happen. Oh. Anyone want to talk about a trade first or a draft first? What are we thinking? Uh, let's talk about the trade. Okay, Bradley uh, Beal going to the Suns. The Suns. CP3 going to the Wizards. And, and he's going to get cut probably. Shemette. Right, I think so. Well. They also Shamit. sent it's filler. It's filler. Yeah, they sent a G leaguer to Phoenix as well. Like it's just. And well, they, I, think, I think they gave second round picks as well. Well, I think the trade hasn't been finalized because no, the, the Wizards might reroute Chris Paul. To and then he's going to go to the Lakers. He's going to end up in LA, I think. Regardless, whichever team it is, he's going to end up in LA. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think on like as a headline, it looks great. Who the crap is going to play defense? <laughs> Yeah. Who is playing defense on that team? 
Yeah, you have well, and then there's the salary, and their top four players they have 160 million dollars committed. So wow, you're just going to be putting minimum guys around them. Yep, Marty does not have a sheet in front of him. That's no. true no. from the dome. No, and so I, you know, again, I, we're, we're big fans of the league. This is a cool league story if you're a big fan of the NBA. But because if you I, think about it, how long has Bradley Beal been playing for the Wizards? His uh, whole career, years, right? Yeah, ten years. Yeah, he's yeah. twenty nine. I looked it That's up today. That's a big deal, like so, for someone to do that. Yeah, and Damian Lillard sounds like he's still gonna stay. In five years, he's gonna be making fifty-seven million dollars a year. So, wow. So you know, it's one of those. They're not better than the Nuggets. We could be. We we'll see what happens with the Nuggets, but I I don't think uh, they're the favorite going into next year. Still, Mm -hmm. I don't think this trade maybe makes Phoenix the second best team in the West, but. Uh, Okay, Which they already were. Like something I said. else. We were talking about this something else. We need to talk about real fast. Yeah, I'm ready. Why was Donovan Mitchell catching the first pitch at the New York Mets game? Okay, I I can attest to this. So his father works for the New York Mets front office. Okay, he grew up a New York Mets fan. Okay, and so, um, you know, it's for Cleveland fans. We've always tolerated or had athletes that always had their eyes on other places. That's true. Yeah. And so there is concern that he might ask out. But if he asks out, then we'll, they'll hopefully be able to trade him. But, you know, I think he uh, – it, it was tough because they lost the Knicks in the first round. Yeah. And so yep. And he saw how excited they were, you know, because, like, the Knicks have not been good for a long time. But when New York basketball is big – it's huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I don't, do you remember Lynn Sanity? Oh, oh yes. absolutely. I mean, that, Lynn Sanity is just a small slice of what happens when the Knicks are relevant. Yep. Explain Lynn Sanity because so, there's some people that might know. Okay. So, Lynn Sanity, there was Jeremy Lynn. He um, is an American born uh, Taiwanese, um, was not drafted, um, was actually cut by the Warriors before signing with the Knicks. And a lot of these types of those players, they never amount to anything. But Lynn Sanity, he caught on fire for like a month, maybe a month and a half. He was averaging over 30 points. He was hitting all these game winners. And the New York media just went nuts. Mm -hmm. And so it was huge. It was like, you know, cover stories. You were getting alerts, you know. I mean, it was the talk of the NBA and the sports world, actually. And so... You know, it just goes to show what hap- what can happen in New York if you're really, really good. And and uh, unfortunately, the Cavs ran into a team that just was that outcoached him and outplayed him. And it was just it was you know. But here's Yuck. the thing: it's the first Yuck. run with this Cavs team. You know, yeah, yeah, it this is, isn't it is. like it's it's the first year that they have this roster. If this happens for the next two years in a row, then okay, well then they'll probably need to change course. But Evan Mobley's young. I think the the future's bright for Cleveland. So I'm glad know, they're so. not resorting to every other franchise and just deciding to fire their coach. Yes. Yeah. Like how, like literally uh, Dwayne Casey, when he won coach of the year, wasn't that the same year they won it all? Um, no, it no. was the year. No, Nick nurse was the first year. Oh, coach okay. when he won it. Dwayne Casey, Toronto Raptors coach, won coach of the year. That's that off season. He got fired. That's no stupid. Sense. Well, then he, um, they got Kawhi Leonard. Uh, the, you know, yeah. so maybe Kawhi Leonard had a lot to do with that championship. That's good <laughs> Dang, that's true. So, so, so yeah, I mean, coaches. Um, the, and going back to the Nuggets, they've had continuity. They've had the same cast there. Yeah, same coach there. 
Um, so it's just been a, a same good, thing with the Warriors. Yeah, you know. So Unless continuity Draymond can leaves. go a long yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see he's now a free agent? Oh, Draymond. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. But. Do we think? I know I talked about draft here. Do we think Wimby is going to make a difference in San Antonio? Ooh. Do we think he's going to pan out like the hype is going behind him right now? Hold on, you have to say his name. I'm Wimby. That's his <laughs> name to me. Wimbyama. Spell yeah, whatever it. he just said. I'm not going to spell that. <laughs> Country of origin. <laughs> W-E-M. Okay. I've never, yeah. I've never seen a guy that big have that kind of handle, that kind of sh- outside shot. Oh, no. Those kinds of moves. So... Um, the only concern with him is his durability, because yep. when you're that big, the human body was not meant to be that big and run two miles a game. Is he seven yeah. four? He's seven. He's, some people think he's lying about his height, and the, he's lying about his height going down. Holy crap! Because he because he if he's labeled seven five, he's afraid they're, they're going to think of Yao Ming. Yeah. Remember, and oh, other yeah. people who have had mm-hmm. foot problems. But he uh, he has like this special doctor that follows him around and he does all this preventative stuff like he has these foot exercises that he does that that strengthen his feet so um durability if that's if that's not an issue he will be he'll he he will probably be an mvp at some point in his career wow i can see that better than lebron well i mean that's a whole different ball game too yeah i mean lebron is he gonna score 40,000 points like LeBron? No. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I would if I played for 20 years. No, um, you wouldn't. I've you seen would? you. I've seen you hoop. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> if I had LeBron's money in his in his physique mm. in his So if you talent. were LeBron. <laughs> well, I mean, well, Victor uh Wimbiama is the biggest prospect since LeBron. Yeah. I mean, and LeBron was a freak of nature. He was yeah. a he is. His size and speed, speed and size was LeBron's big thing. Wembyama is going to be height and agility. Yeah. And what he can do around the basket defensively. You know, you have a seven foot five guy back there. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, that's very true. I think I had one more thing that he just reminded me of. That's the last thing I care to bring up today. <laughs> is I'm down for more, but like the last thing I had to bring up, talking about height and growth spurts, I got sent a tweet today by a Minnesota Vikings fan. I love this dude. He's my homie. Okay. But what's up, homie? They're saying Justin Jefferson hit a growth spurt in the offseason. Saying dude's at like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, now. What? Can you imagine how, him at that tall? How old is he? He's still young. I mean, it's only, what, going to be his third year in the league? I remember Dennis Robin hit a growth spurt before he was in the NBA. He was a janitor at a college at like Southwest Oklahoma really? State. He was a janitor. He's only 24, so he's still very well to be able to have a wow. growth spurt. And, and – uh, Rodman, so you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance, yeah. There's a chance not I for you. Grow? Not, not for you. Oh. So Rodman grew from like 6'2 to like 6'8 yep. in one year. And, wow. and the coach is like, hey, we're going to have you try out for the basketball team. And if you looked at Rodman, he wasn't that skilled, but he was an athlete. Yeah. And he could just get after it. And so, you know, late growth spurts happen. I mean, uh, Giannis, when he was drafted, he's yep. grown three three inches since he okay. was drafted. I'm just saying, Je- Justin Jefferson is 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, the speed, the athleticism, and now he can go up even higher? Bro. Yeah. That boy's crazy. So my fantasy let's, let's, do, <laughs> let's do top five wide receivers in right the now. Right now. You have to have Jefferson in there. You have to. Adams. You're going to put Chase in that mix. 
Kelsey count? No. no. Kelsey's a no. tight end. Okay. Those are the quick three that come to the top of my mind about right DK away. Metcalf? I don't, need, I don't think I'd put DK top okay. five. Okay, Here, here's top five, okay? Here's top five. Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase. I like the Diggs. I'm mm, on the A.J. Brown. Uh, that's not in order. I know, but it's even top five. Really? Yeah. I'm, I like him. He's a dog, but like top five? Yeah. I feel like the Wiggins chase is the you're, best duo. You're putting him over Tyreek? Oh. Tyreek Hill? Like, oh. yeah. Tyreek Hill, man. That dude's <sighs> a burner, man. That dude is insane. He's an athlete. He, is a, he can fly. But here's who I'm putting at six George Pickens. Shut nah, I'm up. He didn't even have a thousand yards receiving. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who's more beneficial for their team? Oh, that's, bro, that's on a scale. Of AJ Brown to Tyreek. Tyreek, he's yeah. the number one. Yeah, that's true. By far. Yeah, I feel like the wide receivers fluctuate the most year out by of year. any position. Yeah, yeah that's feel, true. You know, so. Hold on, I'm going through this list. What is this? I mean, it's on NFL.com. And their top 10 wide receivers. I don't know what criteria they're basing it off of, but this is what they did it in. They're doing an overall score, so they're grading it off something. Number one's Jefferson. It's probably Madden overall. It might be. <laughs> Tyreek is number two. Two? Devontae's three. A.J. Brown is four. Stephon Diggs is five. They have Waddle over Jamar Chase. Really? I mean, it's weird. Like, he... So, because Chase didn't have as good of a year as rookie he all, year? Well, he was also out three to four right, games as well. I know. I mean, so that... Okay. See, that's the thing. It's so fickle. It's like, okay, well, yeah, so maybe Chase didn't have as good a year last year, but who are you going to pick? You ask any GM who are they going to pick. Yeah, you know picking... who I really like, though, too, right now? Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, uh, for the Lions? Yes. That dude just went crazy late last year. He did. I, yeah, I, uh, I was an idiot. I dropped him after he Bro. got hurt. <laughs> we all have our fantasy. Yeah, we have our moments. Oh, so dumb. Yeah, they happen. How do you think uh, Garrett Wilson's going to do with Aaron Rodgers at his quarterback? I think he's going to, if he could win a second rookie of the year, he would. Think so? Yep, I think he's going to be even better. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback for a man that can just go up and get the ball. Yeah. Like, let's be real. That's true. Yeah, I got burnt and Madden the other day by some dude just running go routes. <laughs> <sighs> Talk about poverty. The Jets haven't. They're the longest, uh, I think, North American team with, uh, without a playoff. Appearance. Are you sure about that? Yeah. They haven't made it since 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually saw a tweet today that said, what is one NFL franchise you think we could just eliminate from the league? The Browns. The, hold on. With the, le- with the least pushback. Oh. Oh. Houston. Yeah, probably. But Houston's already lost their team. Dude, when, I, when, the, when the Browns left. The Buccaneers. No. That you would eat Houston so much what? easier than Buccaneers. They just won the Super Bowl. A couple years ago, yeah, okay. you had all stop. Tom Brady you won had a Super Bowl. Bowl back in the early 2000s as well. Dude, when the Browns moved to Baltimore, it felt like I got punched in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. I remember like sitting there in front of the TV like, I can't believe this is happening. Like I, It was almost surreal. Like It was the weirdest thing. And then we didn't know we were going to get him back. We didn't know what, what was going to happen. That was a mess. 
man, and people were mad. And the league, the city sued the NFL. They sued the league, and the settlement was, okay, if you drop the lawsuit and let the team move to Baltimore, we'll give you a new team in three years. Yep. Huh. So that was a big deal back then. And so yeah. you haven't seen many NFL teams move. I mean, I guess it's the true. Raiders. But, um, yeah. I'm, I don't know if anybody's still listening because we have gone deep dive <laughs> into All right. sports. There's one question I want to end off on. All right, final question. Hit us. Who is oh, I already know the going. greatest basketball player of all time. I hate this question so much. I know. Michael Jordan. Do you hate it too? Versus yeah, LeBron it. James. Wait, why can't you put Kareem in there? Why can't you put Bill Russell in there? Okay. Comp- compare Why from- can't you put Will Chamberlain in there? He never scored 100 points. <laughs> scored conspiracy. 100 points in a game. He never scored 100 points yes, in a he game. Did. Hunter's on the conspiracy he that not. he didn't, that it was rigged. What? Are he, you serious? I don't, I don't think he truly did. No, he did. No, there's no. Why isn't Kobe in the real? Mix? Like, they have a radio call of it. They have the radio broadcast of it. Yeah. I mean, you can't fake that. There was four thousand people at the game. I yeah. Mean, are they all still alive? A lot of them are. Not well. Let me see. That's what sixty-one, sixty-two. Okay, so I don't know. As many people know that JFK. There's more people that were there than know that JFK uh, was. Yeah, assassinated. that's true. So you, I don't is know. that a conspiracy? Uh, we could go into that. <laughs> but not today. But, okay, so we can, we can talk about this just for a minute. I'm okay. not answering this question. I'll um, answer it. I'm not. Guess who's the player that average has in their whole career has averaged the most points per game in the playoffs out of every player that has ever played in the NBA? I know who it guess is. Guess who it is. I, know, I already know who it is. Who's it? Brand Struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look up his stats. <laughs> guess who it is, Marty? I know, I know. We both know, know who it I, is. I know who it is. So the entire world listening right now knows. Okay, so, and I, I, you know my answer to this. I don't. People oh, don't. Okay, I, I know what his. I, I know what he's it, it's say. my cop out. It's my cop out. What's your cop, cop out? out? Let me know. So if I need to win a championship or win a playoff series, I'm picking Jordan. Michael Jordan won 28 out of his last 29 playoff series. Okay, if I'm gonna go five Jordans on five Lebrons. LeBron, I go five LeBrons on anybody, anybody, and he he beats them. If the aliens come down and say, "Hey, pick somebody," <laughs> Monster Jam's coming. Yeah, pick somebody to what? Pick somebody to 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 play one on one in their prime. I'm picking LeBron. If the if the human race depends on it, I'm picking LeBron. Also, just said Monster Jam when I meant Monstars. Yeah. <laughs> Holy so, moly! I can't believe I said that. But I got I, so excited. So here here's the I watched. At minimum 100 Michael Jordan games. Minimum. I don't know how many I watched, but I know I watched a lot. And there was this sense of inevitability that he was going to take over the game. Yep. He was in complete control of the game. Uh-huh. And he was... It, it's weird. He was the greatest athlete of his time, and he was an overachiever, which means that his competitiveness was neurotic. Yes. Okay? LeBron is the freakiest athlete that's ever played professional sport i will so i'll agree with that so um and you know lebron's a better passer um he's a better post defender he's a better shot blocker um jordan was a great perimeter defender but you could out muscle him on the post lebron would take him down to the post and just that's true work him um 
In fact, if the Bulls were to play the, any of those Cavs or Heat teams, Scottie Pippen would would be the one who guarded LeBron. It wouldn't be Michael Jordan. Okay. So, um, because they play different positions, they play different positions, right? And but LeBron could play all five positions. Jordan couldn't. So there's a stat that shows that there was a certain playoff run they did lose that LeBron, not LeBron, Michael Jordan had to take on the point guard position. No, I remember when he played point guard. Yeah, yeah, I do. I and remember he that. He averaged like twenty. Oh no, no, he was great. Points a game. No, he could have been. He could have been Magic Johnson if he won. Yeah. No, he was that good as a point guard. But he had to be the guy that, like, no matter what happens, what's on the line. Yes, I get it. He lost in the playoffs nine times before he made it to the finals. Whatever. But Steph Curry is now labeled as one of the greatest point guards of all time. He wasn't in the league for over eight years before he even made a finals appearance. No, I know. I know. So it's, again, I'm not talking, you can analyze careers. Yes. And I could come up with stats. We could all have stat wars. I'm looking at the eye test and who I would take. Michael Jordan is the most dominant winner I've ever seen in any sport in my lifetime. Okay. But you could a, just end the sentence right well, there. Well, I know, but I'm <laughs> just saying if I'm going to play five on five, I'm getting five LeBrons. I, I just am. So it's a, I know it's a cop out, okay? But I guess if I'm going to pick Michael Jordan first, I'm, guess I'm calling him the GOAT. But um, I stand by my statement. I have a different okay. cop out. Okay. Ooh, I know you're. I do not compare generations of sports to Jordan, to the era of Kobe, to the era of LeBron. I focus on greatness while it's on the court. I focus on greatness while I can watch it. There's different generations. There's different eras. There's different ways that they all play. I'm already kind of hinted that already. Yeah. I do not care about greatest all-time conversations. I will never say this person is the greatest basketball player of all time. Why's I that? won't. I just, I won't. I just explained why. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it. But the... My rebuttal and cop-out is my favorite player in the NBA of my lifetime, Kobe. Hands down. And I, I don't even was, think twice about there it. There was a very long conversation, a long time, where I said that Kobe was better than LeBron. And, I mean, I just got talked out of that probably three months ago. I think the biggest thing for me is Kobe's, like, Mamba mentality never left. It started when he came into the league, and it never left until his last game. It never left, and just the dog in him is what made yeah. me love him. Mm-hmm. LeBron's, you've seen it come and go and switch on and off. Yep. I didn't get to watch Jordan because I'm too young, but I got to watch him in Washington. So, what, <laughs> so <laughs> well, like, at what point does your teammates not liking you play a part in the conversation? Do you know why Scottie I, Pippen doesn't like Jordan? N- well, no, I'm not talking about He's talking Jordan. about Kobe. I'm talking oh, about Kobe. Kobe. Okay, well, here's the thing, though, too. Who's to decipher why they don't like him? You can hear the rumors and you can hear I, why, but also, let's be real, people hate when someone else is better than them. I Very get true. it. I get Which it. Is, I'm just saying there was a huge, he was a toxic teammate for the first half of his career. But what's that take away from his talent, though? No, I'm not saying, again. We're yeah. talking about the, just players. And, and, and I'm, yeah. just, I'm, just, I'm just asking the question, does that play a part? Nope. Okay. Because it doesn't take away his talent and right. his abilities. Okay. I, okay. I'll That's give fine. one humongous compliment to LeBron. If you're comparing personality and you're comparing like who you want to be like, like as a person, I'm definitely picking LeBron over Michael for sure. LeBron has shown that he is the father that everyone should have and they need. Um, he did abandon Jimmy Butler as yeah. a kid. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> LeBron has been with the same girl since his senior high school. High school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
and he um, is a great dad and, and family man, and yeah. he's the, his kid's biggest fans. And that, to me, is a great example for... Well, you want to be able to count on your dad game. to win a ring. Well, sheesh. I'm kidding. That was, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm sure you've heard the Zion <laughs> stuff going around. Oh, gosh. There, there is this culture in the NBA, unfortunately, not that all players have this, but it's definitely prevalent where they don't treat women very well. That's very true. And LeBron is not one of those people. Yeah. Didn't Kobe have rumors of that one, about that uh, one point, too? Yeah, he had. Because uh, when you're talking about parent, like, I think of him and Gianna before like, well, they wait go a minute. So I lived But he Colorado. also had rumors. I lived in Colorado when he was charged with rape. I yeah. read the police report. Mm-hmm. You can read the police report. Yeah, it's all public. He, he was, he was going to go on trial for rape, and then she bowed out because of all the pressure that was being put on her. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't know exactly what happened. But there was enough there, physical evidence and testimony, to charge him with rape. Yeah. And so um, he says it was consensual. Again, it's one of those weird things, but it was a gross story. Yeah. It was just, yeah. It's just one of those gross stories that you just, uh, it just was. And, you know, he was coming, he was flying back to, to Denver for the trial yeah. and stuff yeah. it, during the season. It was, yeah. it, was a weird, it was a weird thing, but people tend to forget about that. That's yeah. true. So, All right, let's Kobe, talk about your fake goat. Kobe and his mom mentality were, it was incredible. But guess where Mamba mentality originated from? Kobe. Jordan. Yeah, it was Jordan. Jordan. It was. No, it was. It was Jordan. But okay, now that we've said all that, Kareem Abdul Jabbar had the most unstoppable shot in the history of basketball. Very true. You could not stop a seven foot three man doing a sky hook. And so. That's the thing. Do you compare? Do you compare offensive linemen to quarterbacks when you're comparing? Nope. No. That's why I won't compare them. Right. I won't. Do you yeah. compare a catcher to a center fielder? Nope. You can't. So, um, basketball does have positions. You have different body types, and it is hard to say the greatest. I can remember when Dr. J played Kareem one on one. They had this one on one match, and Kareem just backed him down, and <laughs> it was <Dang>. so boring. <laughs> it was, okay, that's my last old man <laughs> highlight: Dr. J versus Kareem one on one. Yeah, wow. Right. You got any closing thoughts on it? Uh, if you're sticking around, wow. Thank you um, for <laughs> yeah. listening to wow. all the... Yeah, this has gone really long. It's, yeah, not, but it's... It's, it's I about mean, average for us. Is it? This yeah. is average, yeah. Okay, great. But uh, we want to thank you, Marty, for coming yeah. on. Hey, man. I live right down the street. Anytime <laughs> that Christian has to do GTARP, <laughs> give me a call. Do, Noted. Do the bat well, signal. I can see it. What's funny is Christian also will have to edit this, and I'm uh, curious if he'll even listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. He might just have a setting to it and just be done. But uh, we, it was a great time. Yeah. Marty, thanks for being on, man. Absolutely. Well, hey, thanks Appreciate for having it. me. This was fun, just talking sports. And I just want to say it's been great serving with you guys. We do a ministry together. Yep. Yeah. I'm a youth leader. Yep. Okay. And uh, it's just been fun getting to know you guys this last year. It's going to be fun going down to Florida. Yeah. In a couple weeks. So this Actually, is my first, my first trip with you guys. Well, yeah, yeah my first big trip with you guys. Yeah. So um, it's just been awesome getting to know you guys and serving with you. Yeah. So. Likewise. Yep, let's this do will it. actually be Aaron right before we go to Passion Camp, too, I think. Oh, really? Like the week before, maybe? Sweet. Yeah, it'll be pretty timely. Let's do it for 10 more years, Marty. Yeah. Okay. Even 20 I if you want. I got another run in me. Yeah. All right. Well. It's been awesome. I've enjoyed it. Love having Marty on here. Get to hang out with the boys again now that Big Papa H is back. Hey. Um, and as always, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, and Carson, <laughs> we loved having you. 
Come hang out at the Hooligan Hideout in uh, Discord, Instagram, on the YouTube, Spotify, wherever you're listening. We love you guys. Have a great week. So we hit the road, switching lanes over this game over. And we ride till he say over. Rap game, here's your makeover. Still three amigos when the day's over.